Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to That's the Tea, the podcast that gives you football news in the most digestible way possible. We are deep, deep in the NFL offseason, and there have been many transactions <laughs> and moving pieces. And hey, with that being said, we are starting a new chapter, or for me and Ryan, we're, re- we're bringing back, I feel like, my favorite part of the podcast, it's Stay of the Franchise. Really? This is your favorite? I honestly, I, I feel like it's a really good introduction for like what I'm supposed to experience for the NFL season. I like it. Yeah, me too. I love talking about teams that I don't really care about. It's fantastic. It's, it's probably the worst work-wise, <laughs> yes. but it does help me understand why the Jaguars suck and why the Titans somehow do okay, because we go over the things that they need to fix and there aren't many things to fix. Yeah, it's like, it's good because it gives you like a holistic view of the whole league. But in mm-hmm. terms of like just going through it, sometimes you're just like, God, it I hurts. don't care about this team. Yeah, it definitely hurts. But with that being said, for Stay of the Franchise, we'll be talking about every NFL team and highlighting their transactions and honestly, what to look forward to for their NFL season. My name is RJ and I'm here with my co-host Ryan. And let's start off Stay of the Franchise with the one and only AFC North. And with that being said, in the division, we got four teams. It's the Ravens, the Browns, the Steelers, and the Bengals. And we'll be going in reverse order based off of their record. So our first team will sure. be the Baltimore Ravens, who went eight and nine. This division was actually not too bad last year. They're all kind yeah. of in the middle. Yeah, they all got at least eight eight wins. Yeah. Eight, eight wins, wins, yeah, which is pretty solid. And with that being said, for the Ravens, they went eight and nine. Ryan, I'm going to start off with you. In your opinion, what went wrong with the Ravens coming off of a Lamar Jackson MVP season doing really well? What happened? There's only one word, and I think you can describe the whole season, injuries. Oh, yes. J.K. Dobbins, I think he went down, I think, before the season even started. Correct. Or like, yeah, Gus Edwards, Justice Hill. Uh, and then so they burned through three running backs, and then they signed another three. And I'm pretty sure you remember that time because it created this whole thing in fantasy where everyone was trying to like race the waivers to place uh-huh. bets on who would be the bell cow. It felt like 2016 when we had to pick between Latavius Murray and Devonta Freeman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, but now you throw in Le'Veon Bell too. Yeah. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell for the one week, right? Yes, oh, for the goodness. one week. <laughs> and I, I think that's just the offense too because on the defense, Marcus Peters didn't play. Oh, oh, forgot about the, the guy you drafted, Bateman. Oh, Rashad Bateman. Yeah. Couldn't even play the whole season. Couldn't he started not. off injured. Yes, he did. Yeah, he, he definitely did. Marcus Peters got hurt. Their offensive lineman, Ronnie Stingley. Yes, yes. He also got hurt. Um, we could literally be here all day talking about who got hurt. Exactly. But I feel like, in my opinion, the biggest one was Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. I feel 100%. like you... Like, they were winning games with Lamar Jackson. With all those injuries, like, Lamar Jackson made it work. Then he got hurt, and you entered Tyler Huntley. And people just were like, wasn't oh, ready. You know, he wasn't ready. He didn't look good. I well, I mean, like he's a backup. Kind of it makes sense, he's though. A backup. You can't ask him for more. He's a premier. I, you could argue with me as much as you want. I think he's actually a pretty good backup. Yeah. And he did what he was supposed to do, back up Lamar. <laughs> and he got them right at my bunch of He literally did. Exactly what he needed to do. He won half his games. <laughs> exactly. Good backup. But that's kind of what happened to the Ravens last season. And I feel like with their new additions, there really weren't many new additions. 
they really just reacquired players that they previously hadn't re-signed them with Calais Campbell and Michael Pierce on the defensive line. I feel like their big signing was Marcus Williams, who they stole from the Saints. Yeah, but then they also picked up, I see in the notes you put here, Kyle Hamilton. Ooh, but yes, like, didn't they have Chuck Clark? I don't even know if he's still playing for the Ravens. So basically, the, oh, he's not. I can double check for you, but he's not. Because I'm starting to think now. So you have Marcus Williams, and then now just Kyle Hamilton. Just that's he a is, new duo. Oh, Clark is still playing for the Ravens. So they right. inserted Kyle Hamilton as a third safety. Or they put Chuck Clark on notice. <laughs> because <laughs> i'm pretty sure you don't you don't draft someone ninth overall to expect him to sit behind somebody mm-hmm. else being the most pro ready safety since jamal adams yes exactly 100 um with the draft too they also got tyler linderbaum to really solidify their offensive line and i feel like it was kind of a sneaky pick they got david ajabo who was supposed to be a first round pick before he tore his achilles okay that's good so they also didn't have any head coaching changes, no GMs. So we can kind of fast forward to this, Ryan. In your opinion, let's talk about breakout players. In an NFL standpoint, give me a couple of players that you're like super excited about for the Ravens. I got one for each. J.K. Ooh. Dobbins for the NFL. And I didn't put him in fantasy for a reason, okay? Because okay. there's a three-headed monster at running back, and they go with the committee approach. So it's similar to like your team, but like on steroids. Because, like, they actually rotate these guys. Mm-hmm. And then, so then that's why I think in real life, though, he has a chance to shine as, like, the first guy to start every game because I think he's number one on the depth chart. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that he's going to split carries. So I think in the NFL, uh, in real life, he's basically going to break out because it was supposed to be his year last year. Okay. Ooh, I feel like you're right. I feel like J.K. Dobbins is his injury really did derail his kind of early upbringings for the Ravens. So it'll be exciting to see how he does in an NFL standpoint. For me, I'm very excited about David Ojabo. I was really high on him coming into the draft. Okay. He really brings something that the Ravens need. They need pass rush. They got a steal in the second round with him. I am very interested to see how he does post-injury though. They say he's recovering After well. his Achilles, right? Yes, exactly. So that's, I feel like I'm excited both in like a, oh, I really love this player, but also like a, I hope he really does pan out. I like that. So fantasy football-wise, who do you have? I drafted him last year. It's I Rashad think we have the same Bateman. guy. We have the same guy, yeah. Rashad Lucky. Bateman. You trade Marquise Brown, and what are you supposed to think? Exactly. You literally, that was my first line. They traded Marquise Brown to the Cardinals. My goodness. Rashad <laughs> Bateman is going to go off or mark andrews just becomes the best tight end like ever to play no 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 football no really no no i i don't think so i i feel like mark andrews is good but like i'm pretty sure okay don't okay don't come after me anybody i feel like you can double cover mark andrews like you can't do that to kelsey (laughs) but then with a mark andrews just put two guys on him Oh my goodness. Because if you look at the points, Mark Andrews is not Travis Kelsey. I feel like I I can get behind you when you say that Mark Andrews can't be double covered. And I feel like 
his success comes from the fact that the Ravens have perimeter options. Like with the Marquise Brown, got to respect the speed. Yes. Rashad Bateman, he's really and, good with the middle route. So then like you can't double team Mark Andrews. And you know, I'm not hating on Mark Andrews too, because I'll say the same exact thing, the same damn thing about Darren Waller. You see mm. him disappear. Yeah. You just put two yes. guys on him. And he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Crazy. Ooh. That's a, that's a good point. I will still have Mark. We'll talk rankings in the future. I, I still have Mark Andrews really high, but you kind of little light bulb in my head. Yeah, I, I have him high too. But then I, I'm just saying this because I'm not expecting that breakout season you're talking about from, from Mark Andrews. Very fair. Did you have anything else you want to talk about for the Baltimore Ravens? Is there anything that you're excited about for the team? Let's see. Anything Do they have a chance to win the division? Uh, Ooh, Yeah. I think it's a three-way coin toss. This is probably going to be my answer for most of the teams. Three-way coin toss between them, the Browns, if Deshaun Watson plays a full okay. season, okay. and Joe Burrow and his Bengals. I discounted the other team. Ooh, I see, I see. Do you think if they're healthy, they could sweep either the Browns or the Bengals? Hmm. I mean, you just lost your speedy guy, Marquise Brown. Uh-huh. And you're relying on Rashad Bateman on the outside. I mean, like, we're hoping that he breaks out. But what if he doesn't break out? <laughs> <laughs> no amount of Lamar Jackson can save that, right? Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, don't, I don't think they can sweep. I don't think so either, just because I feel like, especially for the Browns, I mean, maybe the Bengals, but for the Browns, their defensive line is just so good. Yeah. You can't run, you can't run through anything. But exactly. who knows? But I guess... That's a good segue to our next team, the Browns, who also had an eight and nine record. Oof. Ryan, I can start off with what went wrong. Please, please. And I mean, what's the elephant in the room? Yeah, Baker, one guy, Mayfield. <laughs> what was a progressive guy? He's okay. Is he progressive? He's progressive, he right? or is he State Farm? State Farm. No, no, no. He's pro- he's progressive. Progressive. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he does right. a stupid commercial about insurance about his own stadium being his house. Dude, like okay, have to take those off. You know, they need to. It's not even funny. It's not even his house anymore. They, they literally. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh they literally... You're right. It's not even his house anymore. He's trying to so get evicted, bad. or he, he wants to get evicted. For real, but okay. With Baker Mayfield, um, he, I just feel so bad. I don't know if I feel bad for him, the franchise, whatever it may be. At least the franchise. He he lost them so many games, in my personal opinion. And I get it. He's been injury prone. He's got all these things. But even when he was like a quote unquote good player, he wasn't number one overall pick good. True. Like before his injuries, he wasn't like solid, solid. Exactly. So I mean, he threw for the fewest yards in his career. And I think he had the second worst completion percentage in his career last year. So he's the only person to make Odell Beckham look bad. Yeah, you, you can literally t- tell, tell them the story about uh, what you told me about the video. Oh, yes. Yeah. So um, when Odo Beckham Jr. got, got released, <laughs> right, his dad, Odo Beckham Sr., posted a video about, you know, all this tape about Baker Mayfield missing. And, you know, went around the, the Cleveland Browns locker room and a player reached out to another player, was like, hey, you know, did you watch the Odo Beckham Sr. video? And this Cleveland Browns player said, I don't have to because I see it at practice every day. Big yikes. Oh, Big yikes. My goodness. 
That's Odell terrible. Beckham Sr., father of Odell Beckham Jr., did damage. Good man. He got him a ring. He literally he got him got a him ring. ring, yeah. <laughs> but he's getting a, a, a check from Odell Beckham. Oh, 100%. Um, but I feel like that's a really good transition, though, in terms of, like, new additions. We talked about Baker Mayfield. So what did the Browns do? What was their big move? They got Amari Cooper. Just kidding. They got Deshaun. Well, they did get Amari Cooper. At first. At first, they got Amari Cooper, and people were like, what the heck is this? Then they got Deshaun Watson. And I was like, holy, this team might actually be pretty pretty freaking good. Well, I don't know. I I read something last week or like two weeks ago, I feel, that said Mm -hmm. Deshaun Watson might not play because apparently he's not clear. He's not clear, which is also why he has a $1 million salary in 2022. So the Browns are aware of this. So like, as in like, so, so am I understanding this right? There's two options. Is he going to be clear no matter what after one more season? Or is it more of a situation where they still don't know if this guy can get on the field ever? They still don't know if he can get on the field, but they are sure that if he is not guilty, he will play next year 100%. Does that make sense? God, so that's basically saying they could have, they basically wasted all their draft picks for a guy that might not ever play for him, for them. Correct. Well, you know, they asked this team if they did their due diligence, they said yes. And then the like lawyers for like the other side, for like the victims, they said mm-hmm. that the Browns never reached out to them. Ah. <laughs> so it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's all about a winning culture, right? This guy wins culture. games. Dog pound. Exactly. You got to breed a winning culture. My goodness. Well, they also signed Denzel Ward to a really big contract. And I feel like he's a cornerback that a lot of people don't really talk about. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Top seven cornerback? Ten. Oh, interesting. Top ten. ten. So you still like Darius Slay. Okay, I see. Yeah, that's fine. Rocky has scenes on the the rise. (laughs) Get out of here. Um, In terms of the draft, they, (laughs) they had three round three picks and they got okay. three people who i mean they got marion emerson who is a cornerback they got defensive end alex Wright, and most notably in my opinion david, david bell, bell wide yeah. receiver who i think is going to slot in as what their wide receiver too and it's like donovan people's jones like dpj yeah 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 i i mean maybe he'll be the third i mean all i feel like all wide receivers besides jamar chase have taken time to get used to the nfl which is okay which is okay. But, you know, you cannot expect every guy to come in like Jamar Chase and just, you know, run things. <laughs> just go rampage. Very true. Very true. Um, although they did change in quarterback and all that stuff, they didn't have to change in head coach or GM, which is, okay. I feel like it's, a uh, what's that guy's name? Stefanski's like last season to really. Kevin to Stefanski. Really, to really no, but I thought job. he got extended. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> You know, uh, Matt Patricia got extended too, and then oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. He extended his couch at this point to you know, <laughs> seat at the fu- at the at the living room, but it's fine. Um, I guess in terms of what to look forward to, though, breakout players. Ryan, did you want me to go first for an NFL? Do you want to go first? Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. I feel like he's he's only gonna get better, and not in terms of like a breakout player, but like. I feel like he's going to be up there with like TJ Watt in terms of like the sack record this year. Okay. But Jadavion Clowney's gone though, right? Correct. So 
They did lose pieces. Will he get double teamed more? Maybe. But I think he's just that good. Okay. Matter. I got the two younger guys, JOK and Greg Newsom. And I think it's because Ooh, okay. of the good surrounding cast that they have around them. Because the defense was not an issue for them last year when mm-hmm. the offense was no good. The defense was still 14th in points allowed and fourth in yards allowed. So I think the younger guys on defense can really stand out because, you know, defense is kind of like a very collaborative effort. I got you. Okay. Unless you're like an edge rusher, then I guess you can like single-handedly ruin a game. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So in terms of fancy football for the Browns, what's a player that's on your radar that you are confident that you would draft or that you have on your radar? Fancy? Uh, Amari. Ooh, I love that pick. Because it's breakout. Because Nick Chubb, I don't know if he's going to break out. I mean, he really uh-huh. broke out. Uh-huh. But Amari, it's him, uh, what, Donovan Peoples-Jones, mm-hmm. uh, the new guy. David Bell. And Jakeem Grant. I think Jakeem Grant's a return man. Yes. So it's not, So you, you don't even include him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like everything I say, though, is going to be contingent on whether Watson is going to play or not. Because if Watson doesn't uh-huh. play, like... Sorry, Omari's going to turn out like the next OBJ. Omari's dad's going to make some videos. It's going it's to be bad. Like this guy could either be wide receiver 13 or wide receiver 30, depending on yeah, who's depending throwing on the place. ball. Exactly. 100%. Very, very tough. Very, very tough. I'm going to agree with you for the Amari Cooper pick. I am yeah. very high on Amari Cooper. For and then season. for, for a chance to win? Chance to win their division. I'm going to change this question just a little bit because you kind of gave your answer away. Um, who do you think is the biggest competition for the Browns this year in their division? Biggest competition. I think the who biggest, think give them the biggest bully fit? here. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to give them the, the biggest fit? Mm, I want to say the Bengals. You still want to say the Bengals? Okay. I, I say they made it to the Super Bowl. I mean, we'll, we'll get there, but like <laughs> Bengals are the Bengals, man. The Bengals are the Bengals. I'm going to, I will, mm, I think the Bengals for sure, but I think the Ravens will definitely give them a run for their money. I think so too. You, you'll get some good games. You get some good games. Yeah. You know where you probably won't get some good games this year? Yeah, Steelers. It's the Steelers who are up next. They went nine, seven, and one. Ryan, I can get started with what went wrong for this team. They didn't, did they make the playoffs this year? They did not. I don't think so. No. And that's because of their quarterback. I think Big Ben overstayed his. His time in the NFL. He did. He did by one year. But he, but he didn't look that bad though. Like this he just year, wasn't yeah. like a playoff caliber starting quarterback. But like he was still better than like a lot of quarterbacks in the league. Very fair. I'm. He was mm-hmm. serviceable. I feel like it's like the best word to say. Exactly. For um for Big Ben, but still, man, he was a big problem. But you can't. As much as I don't like Big Ben, um. You also can't deny that the offensive line did not help at all. Yeah, Najee Harris Floodgates. had no holes. Yeah. Floodgates. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, what is it? What was the stat I had? 1.7 yard average, which is lowest in the league before contact when he rushed the ball. My God. Just meaning that he probably didn't even touch the line of scrimmage yet. You know when, you know when the offensive lineman extends their hand to point at coverage? Yeah, point at defense? that's about a yard. That's how far he got. Uh, getting, before hitting contact. That is rough, dude. That is rough. The defense yeah. carried them 100%. Oh, 100%. And I feel like they even got better. We can move on to their new addition. Yeah, let's, let's move on. I feel like their defense got better and their offense got eh. But their new Jack. additions. 
Miles Jack. I didn't even remember him getting signed. Well, yeah, I think it's Steelers. also because he's not like that great. He kind of got washed just a yeah, little yeah. bit. Well, it's I also like... because doesn't he have like two like two messed up knees? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. But if yeah. he can stay healthy, it's a pretty good linebacking core with uh, yeah, the yeah. who else? Devin Bush as well. I mean, I feel like the star of the show is also Mitchell Trubisky. That's who they signed, right? Stop. Great signing. 100% great signing. What a guy. Franchise Phenomenal. guy. Franchise. Oh, yeah. I mean, number no two one gets overall pick. Number, yeah. No one trades up for a quarterback unless it's their franchise guy, like Mitchell Trubisky. Great guy. They also got Carl Joseph, too. You like Carl Joseph? Oh, from the, from the Browns. From the Browns, yeah. Right. Yeah, they poached him from the Browns. Wow. Who, scary. Oh, yeah. What was his thing? Mr. Raiders guy. Thoughts on Carl Joseph. Do you remember okay. anything? You, you want to hear the, the, the real the real scoop? I, I think Jonathan Abram is like uh-huh. Carl Joseph. Don't say that. Don't well, you know, say that. They both are a little injury prone. I mean, I really wish Carl Joseph panned out. But they're both injury prone and they're both hard-hitting safeties. I hate how you said you wish Carl Joseph panned out instead of like, I think Abrams is the guy. That made me more nervous. Well, because I don't think Abrams the guy. Oh my! God. I mean, I want him to be the guy, but it looks like the coaching staff doesn't believe it. Oh my god! I it is a, it is a chance. I mean, if he was the guy, they would have gave him a fifth year contract already, or extended the fifth year. You can tell that those were all Mike Mayock and like John Gruden picks when they don't extend any of them. Exactly. Not even Josh Jacobs. I think that was that the one, one was that surprised rough. everybody because Abram, yeah. I feel like, still needed to prove it because he was injured most of the time. Uh huh. I think it's also, well, I mean, we'll talk about that when we talk about the AFC West. But man, Josh Jacobs was a surprise for me. We could move on to the draft, though, for the Steelers. Um, for their first pick, they got a quarterback, Kenny Pickett, who I feel like, eh, it's okay. Not a bad pick. Not bad. Um, they got a receiver to go with it, George Yeah, Pickens. George Pickens, who I liked a lot. You liked a lot, too. I think when we did our mock, was I just feel like make it to the first like, round? Yes, but then I also feel that they're kind of loaded with receivers already. You like Chase Claypool too? Fair, fair enough. Let's move on. DeMarvin Leal. <laughs> yes, defensive end. Don't know anything about him, so hopefully he pans out. But my honorable mention was that they got in the fourth round Calvin Austin, who ran a 4 Wow. John Ross speed. John Ross speed. And I think he brings something that what is like not in – the Steelers receiving core at all. Because I feel like Deontay Johnson's not that fast. He's a good player, but not that fast. Breakout players in the NFL? I got Devin Bush. Because I think that they didn't, so they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. So he must have some type of fire inside of him. And I think Devin Bush technically broke out in a way already, and like he's a good player, but I feel like this year, he has a chance to become elite. Okay. Okay. He has a chance. Chance. Well, we'll see. Injuries to his knee held him back almost for two seasons. Mm, okay, very fair, very fair. I think for me, I'm actually excited. It's kind of cheating, but I like Kenny Pickett. I feel like it's a really good fit for this scheme. And I really think I'm not going to pick George Pickens. I think Calvin Austin might be a little bit better this year just wow. because he brings another dynamic. I mean, George Pickens is literally the replacement for Deontay Johnson and potentially Chase Claypool. But Calvin Austin... He's going to be running streaks all day. No one else can do that. So I think he'll have a good NFL season, but nothing reliable in terms of fantasy football. 
Okay, so in fantasy, who who do you get then? Pat. I put Pat too, dude. New yes. rookie QB. What do you look for? The biggest player on the field. Hundred five, Pat. He's he was really good last year. I think he broke the top ten in tight ends. Yeah. Um. He was a rookie last year. He's only going to get better. He has no competition unless you think Vance McDonald's something. I don't even think he's on the team. Eric Ebron, not not a problem. He wasn't a problem last year. He's not going to be a problem this year. So, can you pick it? To Big Pat, I like it. Um, do they have a chance to win the division this year? I think we both kind of Sorry, agree on this. A hundred percent. They're in like this really weird spot where they're like contenders, but they're not a Super Bowl or playoff team. Because I feel like the other three teams in their divisions are just light years ahead of them. None of them have a rookie QB. A hundred percent. I feel like this is going to be like a, a very similar like theme for a lot of divisions where they're like three teams that are like really good, and then there's like that one team, one team that's like struggling. Yeah, like that meme with the the. The dragon heads when there's like two dragons and ah, really yes, fierce yes. and there's yeah, a, yeah, the, 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 the one, derpy one. The one derpy one. Yeah. The yeah. one derpy one. But let's talk about the most fierce dragon head in the AFC North. It's the Cincinnati Bengals who went 10 and 7 in the regular season. But what Ryan said, they went to the Super Bowl. Sure. And they played they played pretty well in the Super Bowl. Let's be real. Except the old line. And I think Ooh. that's what went wrong. A hundred percent. That's what went wrong. For the Bengals, though, I mean, I feel like their only knock was the offensive line. If you can name one thing that really stood out to you for the Bengals and what went right for them, what do you think it was? What went right? Yeah, what went right? Jamar what Chase. A hundred percent. I think you, you can credit more than half their success to Jamar Chase. <laughs> I think for me, it's Joe Burrow. Oh, yes, yes. The development 100%. of Joe Burrow as well. Um, That was assisted by, by Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase. I agree with you a hundred percent. Um. For Joe Burrow to tear his ACL and come back with the same offensive line oh my God. <laughs> and play better. And to stand there with no fear. Oh, my goodness. It's all a mental thing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You, you know also, how, like... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You know how quarterbacks give, like, their offensive line, like, presents? Ah, uh, yes. Do you think he gives presents to his offensive line? Or do you think the offensive line gives him presents? <laughs> I don't know. It'll be funny if the old line gives some presents, though. Oh, 100%. A, a new knee yeah. brace. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Go for it. You know what else went wrong? Well, I have two other names that I think is just kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, sorry, I take that back. I don't want to call you funny because you might go after me, Eli Apple. <laughs> sorry. You, you, you want to you wanna talk about Eli? Well, he just got exposed. I feel so bad for the yeah, guy. Yeah, but he hasn't stopped talking. Oh yeah, that's the thing. You get exposed. A lot of people will stop talking after they get exposed. <laughs> Not Eli. Just the, yeah, you still get the smoke from Eli. The other guy, Brennan Hargreaves, inactive player who got the team a penalty when he was <laughs> inactive. My God, that's exactly what went wrong. He left uh, his wig and red nose in the locker room. He, he almost yeah. pulled in Antonio Brown. So what, what happened with Vernon Hargreaves? If he was an inactive player on during which game? I forgot which one. It, it was like in the, uh, the postseason, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if it was a Chiefs game, but that's not The Bengals got a touchdown. He ran out there with sandals on the field and got a team a penalty. Because in the NFL, apparently, if you're an inactive player, you cannot run out on the field. And he was oh, inactive yeah. due to, like, I highly doubt due to injury because he was able to run out there. So he was just inactive because, you know. I guess they didn't need his services. That 
Oh my goodness. He is, I really thought he was going to be a good player. It's really unfortunate that he did not pan. I know, out of Florida too. Out of Florida, exactly. So, going back to the Bengals, what went wrong? Offensive line, what did they do? Free agent acquisition, they got Leo Collins, who's a pretty good right tackle, not going to lie. I thought that was a really good acquisition for them. They got Hayden Hurst as a tight end. They re-signed Eli Apple, and they franchise-tagged Jesse Bates, which was, I thought they had a pretty good offseason in terms of free agents. Not bad. Moving on to the draft then. Yeah, they Daxton got Hill. Yeah, I like Daxton Hill. You like, I he was like the second best safety in my opinion. So not bad. Yeah. They also got another, another safety, safety in Cam yeah. Taylor Britt, who I heard was he was all right. Um, I think he was valued really well in the second round. And then for their third round pick, they kept all three of their picks. It was a defensive tackle, Zachary Carter. They had no front office changes, and so we can transition to the last part, or the second last part, breakout players, Ryan. Who are you excited about? For so I had Bengals? a search online for this because I'm like, mm-hmm. this team made it to the Super Bowl. I don't know who the hell is going to break out, but they gave me a pretty good name, Joseph Osai. Oh, nice. Third rounder in 2021. Uh-huh. Uh, he was injured all of last season, though. And I think the rationale here from how I understand it is that the Bengals didn't do much in terms of getting more help on the edge and for their D-line because they believe in Osai. So in real life, this guy could break out, but I don't think fantasy-wise, I don't think he's going to do much. That's why he's an NFL breakout player. Okay, okay. In terms of, um, I feel like, regular breakout player, I don't know if it's a, it's considered like a true breakout, but in my opinion, I feel like it's T. Higgins. I feel like he just doesn't get the respect he deserves because mm, everyone talks doesn't. about Jamar Chase. But they're they they are as one A one B as you can get in terms of like a wide receiver core. I agree. That's just how I feel about that. So in terms of fantasy football, I feel like it'd be cheating if I said T. Higgins again. So I'm going to change it up and say Hayden Hurst. I I said Hayden Hurst. Oh my goodness! Top twelve tight end. I don't know if it's top twelve. I I, I just have the rationale. I mean, like no more CJ Uzoma. Yeah. Or Uzama. Uh, so it's basically his time. A hundred percent, right? I think they have like they drafted some guy like three years ago, Drew Sample, but obviously if you I don't think that's panning out. If you have to sign Hayden Hurst, Drew Sample that's exactly and Hayden Hurst, I think was a first rounder. And he's kind of been a journeyman, mm-hmm. but he's still young because he came from the Ravens, mm-hmm. went to the Falcons, came here. Like I think this is like maybe his final chance, but 100%. it's a pretty solid chance. You're number one on the depth chart. Oh, yeah, definitely. By default. Um, we're going to talk about this in, like, the next couple episodes, but him and O.J. Howard. I would <sighs> love to see who's going to be better this season with just a new environment, new teams, but that's for a future episode. Where's O.J. Howard now? The Bills. Oh, wow. Okay. So they got, he got an upgrade. Exactly. Um, with that being said, Ryan, do they have a chance to win their division this year? I think we both agree that yeah, it is a They do have yes. a chance. Um, I do have one question for you, Ryan. Is tradition whenever we do tradition stay with the franchise? Okay. We are going to predict how the AFC North is going oh, to pan out in terms totally of forgot. standings. Who will be the? We're going to rank them one, two, three, four in terms of the division and how they will finish. Wait, wait are we assuming time? Deshaun's going to play or not? That is up to you. Oh, you have to decide that right now. You can get like maybe like thirty seconds to decide. All right, all right. I, Num- number one, Bengals. Number I two. I will agree with you. Number one, Bengals. Okay. Number two, Ravens. 
Number three, Browns. Number four, Steelers. I will agree with your list. This Thank time. you. Thank I you, guys. Because I, I feel like Browns. the only disconnect we could have had is you wanted to split the Browns and the Steelers. Oh, no, no. The Browns and the, the, Ravens, the Ravens. The Ravens and Browns, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. Remind me to go back to our previous episodes. I will literally go back and listen to them again to see if see we got if any of them accurate. Right. Yeah, that would be really fun that. to do. Yeah, if you're down to um, do that, let's, let's do that. Um, with that being said, that's all I had, Ryan. Same. So to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening. And hopefully you learned one more thing or two about the NFL. Share the podcast with your friends and follow us on Twitter at That's the T 2020. We will catch you guys again next week when we do the same exact thing, except it's going to be for the NFC North. And that's the T. And that's the tea. Take care, y'all.